0: Hi and welcome to the Words of Encouragement podcast, a podcast of love, hope, inspiration and encouragement using the word of God for people from all walks of life. And of course, I'm your host, Arlena. Welcome, everyone, and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of the Words of Encouragement podcast. I had to think there for a minute, and actually, this is going to be an impromptu episode. I had no intentions of recording it until the Holy Spirit kind of dropped something into my spirit early, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I didn't even think about it. So here we are, and the date is currently December 31st, and the time now is currently 10.36pm, and I know by time someone hears this message, you know, those that are able to listen to it, or find it, it will be 2023, but I still had to... Record. Um, I had no intentions. It didn't even cross my mind because I've been so busy getting ready for season five. But yeah, so I went out earlier to get some stuff done. By the time I got back home and I ate, I was really tired. So I decided okay, I'm going to take a nap and try to get up. And I took a nap and basically had a little something to eat. So, here we are. So, without further ado, because I don't want it to be too long, at least hopefully, um, I want to just jump in on a few things that came to mind as I was trying to prep real quickly for this episode. So, it's not even going to be too much editing or anything like that. It's just going to be in and out as best as I can, but... Anyway, for those of you who are listening to this in January or whenever in 2023 or even if it's tonight, I just want to say Happy New Year to you because some places have already entered into 2023 who are six hours, 12 hours ahead. So. If you have already, I just want to say Happy New Year to, to you and God bless you. But yeah, so without further ado, let's just get into it. Let me just grab my tea and I'll be back and we gonna get things started. Are you looking to spice up your quiet time Bible time with the Lord? Well, guess what? I might just have the right thing to help you. There is nothing better than being able to spend quality and intimate time with the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit and in His Word. For many of us this may look different from day to day. Check out my 20-piece digital quiet time Bible study bundle. It comes with six topical scripture writing plans to encourage and uplift you as well as to help you get into the Word of God. So if you're ready to dig deeper or simply ready to give your Bible study a boost, check out my 20-piece Quiet Time Bible Study Bundle and other digital Bible study resources at Jahira Print Shop. The link will be featured in the description box. And as always, I'd like to take the time out to say thank you To each and every one of you, I do hope and pray that you will be blessed. are listening to the Words of Encouragement podcast with yours truly, Arlena. Stay tuned. Okay, so welcome back. I was able to go ahead and grab my tea from downstairs and in my cup, my last cup of tea for 2023, oh excuse me, 2022. Lord help me, I'm already in 2023, at least my mind. Um, I am drinking a cup of glow tea. And in it, I have some apple cider vinegar, slice of lemon, a little bit of um, concentrated lemon juice as well. I also have some zero calorie sweetener as well as a cough drop. So that's what's in my cup and it really tastes good. Mm-hmm. And by the way, that tea has nettle and green tea. Very good. Okay, so yes, so let's see, oh boy, this is a list. Okay, let's try to get into this. So this morning, when I woke up, of course, I gave God thanks, as I always do for waking me up. Um, I went to bed last, well, this morning, actually, like somewhere after two minutes to three, because, yeah, I was busy working on season five. I was really trying to um, get a couple of episodes up and going because, yeah, I go back to work next week and I have a lot that is coming up in season five. So I'm trying to um, I'm trying to get ahead or where I can get a better foot ahead because I want to be able to Have time for myself, so I had like a good few days off from my job. Praise God Almighty! I was able to get quite a a lot done, not everything that I wanted, but at least I was able to make some kind of progress, and that's really what's the most important thing. I was really hoping that I could have done a little more podcast wise. Not as much as I liked because yeah, by time you're finished with you know housework, running errands, doing this, and of course you gotta spend time with the Lord now. Um there's not much time and yeah, I would go to bed in the mornings. So yeah, but anyway, enough of that. So yeah, so this morning as I was saying before, I woke up and I gave God thanks and it it just you know just popped into my spirit. And I'm like, Lord, thank you. I woke up to see the last day of the year. That's number one. And as I, you know, sat up on my bed and I put my two feet down on the ground for a minute to like, you know, really thank him as I do every day when he wakes me up. I couldn't help but feel a little bit of sadness um, but yet a whole lot of gratitude and I remember thinking to myself as I sat there for a few minutes at the edge of the bed and and I'm like wow imagine I'm trying to get my episode up or typed up, whatever the case is, for me to push out the next episode. And I couldn't help but think back to back in the day, especially when I was living back home in the Caribbean. And for those of you who may not know, I lived in the Caribbean for over 20 years and I, I am of Caribbean descent, of course. And... I, back in those days, I couldn't help but think back for a second, not for the point that I, I want to go back to anything that was there, but I look back at that moment and realize how different my life is now versus what it was then. And you're probably asking like, how is it different? Well, for one, as I sat there remembering, I'm like, wow. I said, about 10, 15 years ago, I think it's more than 10, definitely more than 10, yeah. About maybe, oh Lord, I don't even know when was it, I think it was 2006. Maybe six or seven, yeah, somewhere around there, who knows? I think it was like 2006, but anyway... And I remember back in those days, so from 2006 going back to the the because that was my era. You know, that's the era when you know we were looking sharp. You're young, and you know, you, you 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 know you were in bad shape back then. You had a little shape if you had if you were lucky. You know, I mean, it, you know it it was different. And Back home, the tradition, and it still is. I mean, I no longer take part in it, but there was a long time that I did take part in it. And I kept thinking to myself, I said, look at that, today is the end of the year. And I'm not even thinking about nothing that I used to think about back then. Back then, the end of the year, what I would be thinking, you know, I'd be thinking, what time is it right now? 10.48, so we'd be in church. This is how it would go. From the time December opens up, at least the first week of December, at least, all of us out looking. When I say all of us, I'm including myself too. We, especially the women, we are out there looking for our outfits. You're going to hear some West Indian tongue coming out also. We're busy looking for our outfits because this uh, this normally is a big night for us. Mm, boy, I'm telling you. And this is how we would do it. When I think back, boy, I'm telling you, hypocritical. You know, but we didn't know that at the time. A lot of us didn't, including myself. We just saw it being done and we all just followed. Man, you would have two outfits. And listen, knock out outfits. Cause back in those days, let me tell you something. I was a sharp girl. I was sharp. Seriously speaking, I was sharp. I mean, when I dressed and I walk into a room, I could hold my own with some of the best. And that was the truth. Some of the girls I would consider, you know, pretty because of the complexion of their skin, I could hold my own with them back in those days because I was sharp. I was sharp. I was, you know, a sharp dresser. Still a sharp dresser, but yeah, I ain't got time to be dressing, you know. I, 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 well, of course, i go to work. Um, but apart from that, I don't really go anywhere, but trust me, if I have to, I promise you, I'm going to be just a sharp, you know, but back then it was like a 24 seven sharp thing. I mean, we would just, I mean, just dress hair well coiffed, and we would be looking to see what outfits we going to wear. Now, this would be like the first week of December because we know we call it, y'all call it New Year's Eve. We call it Olia's night. And Olya's night meant for us party, partying. In other words, um, and our definition of partying is different than America's definition of partying. In other words, they ain't no hanging from no chandelier and all those kind of things. It just means you would go to a dance, or a fete. or oh, somebody's might have a, a, a nice gathering where we enjoy music, good food, and we, you know, we would ring in the new year dancing and and you know um definitely no praying but anyway you you get the drift but anyway and or even at the club nice uh club or a dance a dance somewhere and that night everybody want to be sharp so that when everybody run into each other we got to be looking our sharpest because that's the time you may run into our old classmate you ain't seen since 1920 since abraham lincoln freed you know the slaves you haven't seen that person but on that night, most likely, you're going to see people that you hadn't seen in years. you be like, oh, are you still here? You, I knew you were around. Oh, you're still alive, you know? So, of course, you want to make it kind of like, you know, for the Americans who do the, what is it, the class reunion thing. Kind of like something like that. And, of course, just in case you ran into the, you know, one of them exes, you want to make sure you look, you know, real good. Not that, you know, nothing will happen. But he wanted to make sure, let him, let's see, I'm doing fine without you, in other words. And we would, man, we would have our outfits. And the thing is, we have to have two outfits. And you're probably asking, but why two? Wait, let me tell you why two. Two was, you had to get one for church. You heard what I said, right? Okay. And the other one for partying. So what we would do, we would go to church like about maybe from maybe nine, depending on what time the church, you know, each church started different. And that would be the only time of the year besides Easter and maybe Christmas. But even, even Christmas, it'd be, it, it would be out, to be truthful. That was the time of the year. If you did not get to church on time, you could not get a seat. So many of us had to do church standing outside the doors you know and when i look at it today i'm like my god could i personally myself have been further than outside the doors when i look at it outside of god's will and purpose for my life at that time but yeah i was a young girl you know i was a young girl but when i look back i realize god's grace and mercy on my life because many people that I known back then a lot have passed on. I'm still here by the grace of God. So yeah. But yeah, we would have our two outfits, you get one for the church, or what you would do you buy something that look good enough that it can go to church or what you would say, Okay, listen, we gonna buy one outfit, we're gonna sign up outside the church and you know, because you don't get no seat anyway. And then come Sunday after the, the the, the what is it, um, old years on New Year's Eve, church empty again. You could you have all the seats in the world, they ain't coming, including myself. And so what sometimes we would do, okay, we just wear the one outfit and we stand outside just to, you know, I don't know, you know. Back then we thought we were doing God some kind of service. At least I did, and and I'm sure we all did. Not realizing, and I'm sure there's some of us that have come out of that that realized, but boy we was we really was, you know, we thought we were doing something, but we, we really weren't. We were being hypocritical, that's what we were, but we didn't know. We thought, boy, because that's the tradition, you got to go to church for either Christmas and then you got to make sure you're in church for um all year's night, so that when January first hit you in church, you're in church but not in Christ. So, you know, but that's the way it was, you know, and for a lot, it still is the same way, but today, thank God. I can say I am in Christ and I have no regrets at all. And I I am thankful that God actually really had mercy with me in those ignorant days of my life, because God knows if he was striking, like back in the old Testament, I'm telling you, boy, (laughs) Ooh, Lord. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, he had mercy because he knew where I would be today. And I thank him truly for that. But yeah, we would come out of church. Then we would head on home quick, put on our dancing outfit. Yes, and our dancing shoes. And if you stood outside where you didn't have to change your outfit and you just had on your disco outfit, um, maybe throw a little jacket over it. Well, you didn't have to go home. All you do, throw out the jacket, get in the car and head to the next destination, which of course would be wherever that dance was for the night. Sometimes they hit more than one dance for the night. But those were, that's what it was like back in those days for me. And it was something boy, every year we look forward to. And I remember in 2006, man, let me check, pull up my I had a outfit that was out of this world. I mean, I always had an outfit, but boy, this, this one was something else. And like i said i was sharp i will never forget it so what i did i went to church as we supposed to and man i'm coming out of church to catch the bus to go home and as i'm catching the bus to go home to get a little rest so we can get you know so you know they could come pick us up later on so we go partying i'm coming out the church let me tell i'm well dressed it was uh ivory and gold it was a pinstripe ivory with gold stripes pinstripes suit and man casson ballon i mean oh cason ballon is like um there would be white leg pants that was what was in style back then man i was, I was sharp and man i had an i had on a nice pair of um did I have on my cream shoes, my cream nine white shoes. It was either those or it was the C true with the gold on the side shoes. But either which I was matching, you know. And don't talk about the hair. My hair was well coiffed. My hair used to be on point 24-7. Trust me, it's possible. Because <laughs> the way I used to sleep, I keep a, I could keep a hairstyle back then for like a week. Today, listen, when I get when I go to sleep, the time I get up, sometimes I try not to have to comb it the next day. When you look the hair this way, that way, and the other way. I'm like, oh, Lord, you know. But back then, we, you know, we we knew how to sleep to keep that hairstyle for a week. And when I got home, as I'm coming out of church, I'll never forget this. I'm walking up towards the bus stop. It's probably because the church was a little early, this particular church. It was a little small um, storefront church. And I remember... This gentleman, well, he was, um, I, I don't want to refer to him, but he was one of those that, he was kind of on drugs, but not to the point that he was crazy. And as I'm walking, coming up, past him, because a lot of us, we know each other. And man, when he saw me, he said, boy, you looking sharp. I'll never forget that. Oh, my goodness. And trust me, I was sharp. Yeah, I was so sharp that I was ready for hell, unfortunately. But it's the truth. I was like, Yeah, I was sharp all right. <laughs> oh Lord, I was sharp. You know? Not knowing I was sharp on my way straight to hell had something happened to me had God not, you know, held his hand on my life. Lord have mercy. And he was like, Boy, you man, he he was talking about my outfit. Listen, I was like I said, I was sharp back in those days. I was really sharp. You know, if I enter a room you can turn your head, you know? And I ain't like, I was trying to do it. I'm just sharp because that's how I grew up. That's how I grew up with, um, that's how I grew up with, you know, a lot of them around me, well-dressed hair, well-coiffed, you know, that's how it was back in those days. You know, um, my mother was a sharp woman. My father was a sharp fellow, you know? So, you know, and, A lot of the generations, the aunts and the uncles, cousins, and just in general back home. That's the way it was. You know, today, now we trying anything to go there. You know, we don't care. But back then, it was different when you're young, you know. You're trying to impress. But today, yeah, I I ain't trying to impress nobody. And I got home. And guess when we got home? When I got home then. And then my cousin, she arrived a little after. Man, I had my clothes laid out. I took I took a to go lay down, like, you know, to get a little rest. Let me tell you a rain came tumbling down. A downpour. And let me but 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 beside the downpour, we said, okay, okay, we're gonna wait for it to you know, when it finished pour, and then we gonna get up and go. <laughs> Guess what? We fell asleep. We didn't we didn't wake up until the next day. We was like, whoa. Let me tell you. It was one of the best New Year's Eve I ever had. And I when I when I, when we woke up, I was like, "Why we miss everything. It was like my cousin was like, Yeah, boy. And then we both turned We said, but it was good, eh? Yeah. Being home. Who would have thought? So that was kinda the last time. Well, so that would have been actually that was two thousand yeah, cause she was living me in two thousand six. So the last time would have been for me 2005 when, well, no, because 2005, I was still in, I was living in the U S and yeah, I wasn't partying in the U S. So probably the last time I went to, uh, is 1995. Wow. 1995. And I had, Moved back home at that point when I'm telling you this story, I had just moved back home. So I was ready to get some of that going. And that was the end of that. And I was like, wow. And as the years rolled by, because I was me just by myself, so I wasn't going nowhere partying. And I lost interest in it anyway, you know. I mean, sometimes I wouldn't say I I, I didn't used to want to. But then it was just me by myself and I'm like, I'm not going out there by myself. And sometimes um, one of my cousins would pick me up and sometimes we may go to a little, you know, thing, but it was not like how I didn't have the desire for it like that. But what I do used to enjoy afterwards, there was this particular gentleman's house that we used to go to. Every year he would keep a New Year's feast and he has since passed on. And, uh, he was actually like, a, he not actually he is, was a family member, but, um, and man, he would cook up, you know, um, food. So it's like the whole neighborhood, all the you know, the friends would come by and you'd sit down and we would eat and just, um, just enjoy one another company. And I started realizing, oh my goodness, it was really good because you were able to see some people that you didn't even see in years. And instead of having to, you know, run into them on the dance hall floor or something, or or trying to play church on on on, on Olea's night, here you had like a gathering where we would eat, drink, um, and there was all kind of drinks now. And at that time, I was not drinking. And um, eat pudding, cake, and tat, and all those different things, and be around people that you knew there wasn't no clubbing anymore and it was i was okay with that i was really okay with that and sometimes you end up meeting people you didn't even know you and they were related and you was like well yeah i know you when you were small and so and so i went to school with your father oh son son your mother you know oh, i knew your mother you know and that became afterward what i would look forward to every year just going to his um his place and he would open it up for all of us. You know, we would come and he would cook, man he cook up a storm and you know, a lot of people that was knew that that was a place to stop by and he had a nice yard and man the chairs lined up we would just sit on and and you know, just have you know, fellowship with each other um you know, just be able to talk with each other and like human beings, no pack, no, no, no disco in and all that confusion like we was doing back in the day. So after a while, it became that. And then of course, eventually I ended up like heading out to the U S where I would go back and forth. And I remember it was the first time that I had ever actually attended night church. Um, actually at my pastor's church in the night. Cause where he lives, it's, you know, I have no car and it wasn't an easy getting back home. And, but this particular night he was holding, uh, a new year's Eve service. And, you know, he encouraged me to come, even though it was like, okay, but I'm like, you know, getting home is a thing and I don't like asking people for rides. I really, I'm not the type of person like that. You know, I like to know, okay, if I come in, how are going? It's not like today and back then things were hard for me. So it's not like I could afford X, Y, or Z. And he, so anyway, I came in faith. He said, just come and I'll get you a ride home. And indeed he did. And I remember we ushered in. We started, I think, like maybe around 9, 10, who knows, something, I think maybe 10, I don't remember, but 9, 10, somewhere around there. But anyway, and we ushered in New Year's in church. And that was my first time, it was in 2010, December 31st, 2010. So that's 12 years ago. And I was like, this is a little strange, but it feels good. And I remember we did, I think we started like maybe at nine. Yeah, probably nine. And we did like an hour of praise and worship, like some praise and worship. And then, of course, we had the, I don't think he, no, he didn't. Did he do a message that year? No, that year he did, yeah. That year, he did a little message, of course. And then we had from 11, we started just praying. Whether you were standing, you were kneeling. And at one point, I was kneeling because the knees were still a little decent back then. And um, at first, I was standing. Then I ended up kneeling. And that's how we crossed over into... 2011 which is 11 years ago and I remember when I got up and it was like 2011 January 1st I was like oh my god I'd never done that before and it was one of the greatest experiences that I ever had and from that day to this day that's how I bring in my new year praying if i'm not walking the floor i'm on my knees for the most part at this point i'm i'm walking the floor back and forth or i'm sitting in a chair and if i'm able to kneel for a 5 or 10 minutes i'll do it but either way i usher it in through prayer and it's been like that from since 2010 so today will be 12 years since that's the way I have been ushering in my new year. So to go from par, um, attending church and then hitting disco tech, back because he's gone disco tech, disco clubs, it's um, praying and thanking God for what he has done, sitting down reflecting on the goodness of God. That's how it's been. And let me tell you something. I would not change it for nothing. It is an honor and a privilege to be able to usher in the new year in the presence of God. It's not the way I started, but it's definitely going to be the way I'm going. it, And I'm truly thankful for that. And like I said, you know, um, I had a good pastor, and I thank God for that. And no, I'm not putting my former pastor above God. I'm just saying I had a good pastor, and I thank God to teach me a lot of things that helps me today by the grace of God. Because, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably be sitting watching some kind of reruns instead. But because of that incident and... I think maybe another time while I was back in the U S at a point and living in New York still, or staying in New York at that time, I did attend another night service with him and we did the same thing. And yeah, so it's been that for me from that point to this point going forward. And I truly thank God I really do. Let me just get a sip of my tea. So yeah. So as I was looking at Facebook yesterday, people were sharing memes of this is how they're ringing in the the New Year's with their pajamas and their pets and I'm saying I'm gonna be doing doing the same thing. The only difference I'm gonna be praying on top of that, but yeah, I went out earlier today, came back i went to um 'cause i I went to Hobby Lobby yesterday and I picked up a beautiful um Blessings jar that God had blessed me to get yesterday, at a really good price. And when the lady went to wrap it, she took out the cards accidentally and didn't put them back in. So when I got home, I'm like, "Well, wait a minute, where are my cards?" Then I realized, "Oh my goodness, she didn't put the cards back in." And for a minute, I I did not want to go out today. Trust me, I was tired. I did not want to go out. I wanted to work on my episode. Um. I did not want to go out, but, um, it was like, I heard the Holy Spirit said, listen, you need to go pick up this too. So you might as well just go get the cards and pick that up. And when I got to Hobby Lobby, she was not on the register. And I'm like, Oh my God, how do I explain this to these people? And anyway, I say, you know what, let me go and get what I need to get. And then when I get to the cash register, I will just ask them, um, you know, X, Y, and Z cause I had my receipt and everything. And as I happened to be, um, looking around cause the lady that, um, rang me up. She wasn't on the register. And I figured maybe she was just off. And as I kept going around, not even studying it, because I just decided, okay, I got my um my receipt. Hopefully they have the card somewhere hidden for me because it was part of the, the jar. And I said, you know what? If not, well, it'll just be a loss. But I was like, yeah. But anyway, I still needed to get some stuff there. So let me just get it. And as I'm walking in a section... Lo and behold, I see, like, the cashier. And I'm like, I walked up to her, I said, were you on the register yesterday? Because sometimes everybody started looking alike, you know? And I can imagine to her as well, ringing up all these customers too. And she said, yeah. I said, Um, I think you rang me up yesterday. I said, um, you... And I reminded her because when I was buying the jar, it was chipped. I didn't even know it was chipped until I got to the register. I just saw it was marked down. That's all I cared about. You know, I didn't even realize it was chipped. And She was like, do you still want it? I was like, yeah. I'm like, the blessings ain't chipped though. So, um, I said to her, when you wrapped, um, my jar, I said, you took the cards up, but you forgot to put them back in. I said, by any chance, do you still have them? So she's trying to remember, like, because now, listen, you got hundreds and hundreds of people, maybe thousands coming into that store, because our store here is very busy. And I said to her, I said, um, they should have been in a sheer organza bag, some cards. And she said, yes, I remember. So she said, is there another one? Where, I, said, I, did, I said, I didn't even know where that, I said, I found that in the sales section, and that was the only one. So she walked and walked and they had a basket of stuff, you know, like when they have a basket they, of stuff they need to put back. And there it was. She said, there it is. I said, yes. I said, oh my God, now my jar is complete. And I told her, I said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Because I'm like, I mean, I mean, I know I got the jar at a good price. And at first I was like, oh, just let it go. And I tried to make cards for myself, even though they look crooked, but yeah, that's okay. But then I was like, you know what? I did pay for the jar and the cards come with the jar. But I'm like, man, I don't want to go out there today. But anyway, I went out and I told her, I said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What a blessing. And I blessed her. And I was like, oh my God. And it was just so good. I was like, so happy. And I was like, thank you, father. I got my cards. And I was so thankful. And, you know, I wished her a happy new year and, and, and a blessing but I guess I had to go back to give her a blessing as well. So, yeah, I got my cards. And, you know, by the time I got back, I prepped a little bit of food for tomorrow so I don't have to do too much cooking because, yeah, I'm tired. I'm going to be real. I'm tired. And, yeah, so basically, as I look back, I... Look at how far God really has brought me from, you know, seriously speaking. And I'm truly thankful. So I think that's enough of that story. Um, okay, so now I have a few things amongst a list of things that I would like to be incorporating and in what I'm looking forward to in 2023 by the grace of God. And no, these are not resolutions. These are some things that I'm looking forward to, and I just would like to share. And one of the things that I'm really looking forward to, boy, I'm telling you, I got some Bible studies lined up, some digging deep, personal, deep dive Bible studies um that I want to do in 2023. And I am looking forward to that. And I'm looking forward. To continuing to grow in the Lord and continue going deeper and deeper with the Lord. At this point of my life, I can truly say, I am in love with the Lord. I can truly say, boy, I'm in love with his word. Seriously speaking, I really am. It's like when I get in there, it's like, ooh. It's like a field day. And especially when I pull out them those um, commentaries and, and the Bible dictionaries. It's not me business, you know. I'm telling you. Because it's like, ooh. I want to know what this means. What this says. I want to know what this is. I mean, I just go digging deeper. So I look forward to even more digging deeper um, Bible studies with the Lord. Definitely. For 2023. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm also looking forward to character studies. I did one character study this year. Um, Well, actually, I did two. Because I kind of did Samson in a way. Um, So I kind of like did two character studies. And I think I have like three or four lined up for this coming year by the grace of God. I hope to look forward to get, you know, getting the opportunity to do those. Um, I do not know if they're going to be shared, I know they're for my personal use, but who knows, because when I'm doing it, you never know what God might say, so I don't know, but anyway, they're on the list, definitely, and something that I am incorporating this year that I I, I never even knew about until last week, Uh, Facebook keeps putting these ads in front of you, and the ad happened to be actually for christianbook.com, cbd.com. And I saw this thing of a, a gratitude jar. And I'm like, what is a gratitude jar? Like, I'm like, what do you need a gratitude jar for? Some, you know, thinking." so I just clicked on it. And as I clicked on it, it was very pretty with some little cards and stuff. And I'm like, hmm. So I said, let me do a little research and see what this thing is. You know, because sometimes I, ha- I had, normally I would have a gratitude notebook. In the first couple of weeks, I'm fine at doing it. And then, yeah, I don't write it. I don't write down stuff. But every day, day uh, trust me, I'm thankful and grateful. Thank you, Father, for this. Thank you, Father, for that. But I see the need for a gratitude jar or journal because it's a way to look back, even though I do look back. But this is a way of capturing the goodness of God in your life. And on days like maybe when you don't feel, you know, there are days we go through discouragement. There are days we need encouragement, you know, especially encouragers. We are always the ones to encourage everyone. But oftentimes we don't get that. You know, you're often pouring out into people, but you don't get that back in return and if you're someone that is always the one that everyone runs to then you know exactly what I'm talking about and sometimes we too can be emotionally low so on days like that the gratitude jar is a great way to put your hand in the jar and pull out whatever that piece of paper is and read it and remember, oh, okay, I remember when God did this. And of course, put the date on it and look back at God's goodness because oftentimes we forget the goodness of God. You know? And I could tell you this much. Once I started learning to be thankful and grateful, and this is something that my former pastor taught us, he didn't just teach us; he also lived it by example. So it's one thing that somebody tell you something, but when the person is actually practicing it, it's a difference. It's a, it, it puts a whole different spin on it. So these are things that I saw. So today it has become a part of my own life. You know, like I remember something you would ask me, "How you doing?" To God be the glory. No, it's like I, you but listen. You ask me how I'm doing. Listen. London Bridge could be falling on my head. Oh, good. Everything is good. To God be the glory. Everything is to God be. And before you know it, I started adopting this. And it has become a lifestyle, a way of living for me. You know? It doesn't mean that I'm not going through something or I'm not experiencing something. But I look at it like this. I always look to find the good still in it. Like, you know what? This is hurting me. But guess what? It didn't kill me. Or X, Y, and Z. But guess what? God still did this for me. So that's what I'm implementing this year as a gratitude jar as well as a scripture jar. And man, I was working on that as well. And so that's what I will be doing in the scripture jars. I made a ton of scriptures. You just put your hand in, you know, whenever you you want to do it daily, whatever works for you. Or Whatever weekly You just put your hand in there and pull out That scripture And see what God is saying to you You know finding little ways To to encourage yourself Encourage yourself in the Lord And so my house It's littered with You know Things that wherever I look I can see the Lord You know Um also for 2023, God's willing, the Words of Encouragement podcast season five is going to be very packed and it's going to be a very deep, deep season. It's not going to be like previous seasons. It's going to get deeper. So if you're not into deep things of the Lord, maybe this is not the podcast for you. Because I know a lot of people, they're used to the the, the fluffing stuff so you know they're more like that kind of stuff but the times we are walking in today fluffing fluffing stuff or whatever you want to call it, it's not gonna work neither for you nor for me. And the Lord has really been um, revealing some things to me through some of these studies so um I will be sharing some of those. it's going to be a pact. It's gonna be a hot season real hot. so I'm trying to stay on track. And still being able to have some time for myself. So let's see. Um, So, yeah, yesterday, what I did, I didn't feel like cooking. I just decided, you know, I wanted to make some homemade old fashioned Johnny cakes the way the grandmothers used to make them. Like how my great grandmother and my grandmother and the old heads back in the day used to make them. You know, and because I like my Johnny cakes a certain size, like medium. But back in those days, man, when you see the grandparents and the old, the old heads make you a Johnny cake, I'm, I'm telling you the Johnny cake, like the size of your head. So I just was in the mood for some Johnny cakes and just some warm butter straight out of the, um, the oven. So I made myself some old fashioned Johnny cakes, man. Let me tell you, they were tasting so good. Oh my goodness. And man, I'm telling you, all you need is just butter, nothing else. It just melts in your mouth. And you know, I I took the time and, and and boy, when I took a bite and that, I said, oh, thank you, Father. You know? Um, I could have anything to eat right now. But there were times during this time of the year where I couldn't even afford anything to eat. But the fact that I can afford something to eat, praise God Almighty. But I just choose to eat that. You know, because sometimes it ain't always got to be something dramatic. Sometimes it just needs to be something simple. And I just wanted a simple, hot, nice oven-baked johnny cake. And that's exactly what I had. And I had it with a cup of, um, what you call that tea? Ginger tea. Just like back in the days. That's how they used to feed the, you know. A lot back then, the the parents had a lot of children, you know. Like I said, they had no draft. They had no cell phone and flat screen TVs and TikTok to keep them busy. So they kept busy with other stuff. So they had tons and tons of children. And, you know, back then, you know, they take a bag of flour, uh, you know, a can of milk butter, and, and stretch it to feed a family of five, six, ten. Come back, then they, they had double-digit children, okay? My grandparents had, together, they had 13 children. Um, my grandfather had 16. So he had 13 with my grandmother and three on the outside that were previously before my grandmother. Um, and my grandmother has, I can't remember how many sisters, but one of her sisters had 17 children. One had 14 the one that had the least children, I think she had like seven. <laughs> yes, seven. But back then, people had like football stadiums of children. They had, you know, basketball teams and cricket, cricket teams, soccer teams. You know, it's not like today. And yeah, so they had to make things stretch. So Johnny kicks was one of those ways of making things stretch. And it was nothing like having a nice, hot Johnny kick out of the oven, man. Your mouth dribbling. Oh my goodness. And some people, they put cheese, they put ham, they put water and all. Back then, we had no turkey. Turkey wasn't in style. The only time you see turkey was for Christmas time, you buy a turkey. They had no sliced turkey. You know, when they start getting sliced turkey, now and then, maybe they'll buy it. But back then, when it wasn't a turkey. You get a slice of Dutch cheese. And listen, I, I need to put this public announcement out there. It's not Gouda cheese. Please, it's not. It's called Gouda. It's Gouda. Koda. i remember i was working in the hospital back then i never forgot and we were in the break room and one of the nurses was talking about something and she was like because i you know I, I used to love cheese and she was like yeah this cheese gouda cheese so i'm thinking to myself gouda cheese what's gouda cheese and she's seen that dutch cheese i said huh <laughs> i said no honey it's gouda I said, no, That I said, please don't, do not spoil the name of our cheese. It's chowda cheese, chowda. Chowda meaning gold, chowt. Chowt means gold because it's like gold. So it's called chowda. And let me tell you, just put some chowda cheese. And some people put the worst. Oh, I couldn't stand worst. Oh, that thing was salt. Oh, my goodness. For me, just put some hot butter. And how they used to serve it back then, sometimes you'll get it with some bush tea. Or what they would do, they would serve it with, like especially for we the younger ones back then. What we had back then was Milo and Ovaltine. Oh my goodness! And you get a nice hot cup of Milo, either Ovaltine with your your big johnny cake with your butter. And let me tell you, if you want cheese, you put cheese. But for me, when that come out the oven, I ain't want no cheese. Just put some butter, and you're good to go. And man, you have it either with your Milo. Or your Ovaltine. Or sometimes they will take some like St. Vincent chocolate. Because the British Islands is, you know, what would more, or who would more um, make those types of chocolates. Where they make the raw cocoa, because they grow them. We don't grow them back where I um, grew up. We don't grow nothing. <laughs> well, now they're growing a little something, but they don't grow cocoa beans. But those British Islands, they do. And man, if you get somebody who coming down from St. Vincent, bring you some of that chocolate, man, you put on a pot of that chocolate. And man, you have it with your big Johnny cake. And let me tell you, is you felt like you, ate, you had lobster and those were like memorable and very, um, great childhood memories and, and, and lots of, you know, you know, sometimes they wouldn't show you maybe the physical love, but they had their way of showing it to the food. You know, the big Johnny Kick brings back a lot of memories. And the other day, my brother from another mother, and actually I have an episode on here with him where I did an interview with him. um, One of the survivors of Hurricane Louis. And he sent me a message. And he says, yes, I just make my big Johnny Cake and my hot cocoa tea, make it for the Mina. I said, oh, okay, you're making fun, that's all right. Because, you know, sometimes we make our dishes from back home and we be teasing each other like, look, look what I eat. And look what I make. You can get none. And it just brings back great memories. And just yesterday, I just wanted to, I just wanted something simple. And I just wanted, I just felt like a, a big giant cake with some butter and a nice cup of ginger tea. I had no hot chocolate, but I didn't feel like no hot chocolate anyway. Um, I just wanted some Ginger tea with my baked johnny cake and some butter. And that's exactly what I had. And let me tell you, I, I was content. I, think, I thank God, you know? Even when I didn't have it. And, you know, I could barely eat. Honey, if I had that to eat, I was thankful. I make sure I always kept flour, even to this day, flour, milk, butter, oats, cornmeal. And listen, we take that and we do so much things with that. Milk and dumpling, fried johnny cake, baked johnny cake. Big bread there's so much that you can do calm meal porridge I mean yeah even flour pap I've never made flour pap though or uh, flour porridge is really good I've never made it but um I've eaten it years ago and it's really good so that's what I did yesterday let's see um so talk a little bit about what God has done for me so yes the the night well uh, um actually it was we I was in the morning. So that would have been Friday, Thursday crossing over to Friday morning, the wee hours of the morning, as I sat at my desk editing the first episode for season five, after I had finished editing it and uploading it, um, it's scheduled to go out for its original time, and I just sat down, and I started doing a little more research on this gratitude jar thing, and I pulled it, I just pulled a sheet of paper. And I sat down and I just started capturing some of the things that God did for me. And let me tell you, the sheet was so filled that I said I was gonna add those on cards and just drop them in. Listen, it was so much that the listen, I don't even listen, I, I probably wouldn't have had enough space for 2023. And they weren't great. Some things were big. Some was in between. But either way, as I was writing, and I'm sure there's even more I missed. Because a lot of times, too, I would catch us, capture stuff and I'll put it in my, my journal. So, there, so certain things that probably was in my journal is not even on the list. But let me tell you, always take time to reflect back to God's goodness and I put everything on that one list a paper and I just folded the paper and threw the I threw the paper in the jar with whatever amount of stuff was on that paper because at first I was going to put them each on cards then I said no just leave it on the one paper as it is I folded it up and I threw it in the jar and hopefully by the grace of God next year if I'm still around which I hope to be by His, you know, His grace and mercy. I'm gonna pull that jar, and I am going to look back and enjoy and remember, keep it as a, a you know, a, a everlasting memory. And also, when I'm feeling a little down, maybe you're asking God for something, you're not getting an answer right away, and you become discouraged. Just go into the jar and pull out one, pull out one and realize he did this and if he did that and many times I would have to go back and I'm like if he he did this there's no reason why he can't do whatever it is that I might be trusting him for so yeah so um, um I'm gonna name at least two um the first one I would say Let's see. Well, for one, um, I had a vision list. No, not a vision board, but a vision list. Write the vision and make it clear list for 2022. Matter of fact, it's right here next to me. Let me just pull it down. I keep it on the wall. And I was able to complete. One, two, three. Four five six seven eight. I was able to complete eight out of two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, 17, eighteen 19. out of nineteen, so almost half my list. So that's not too bad at all. You know, and I have my list for um, 2023. But if I have to choose one, because there's certain things on that list that are private. Um, if I have to choose one that I can share, which I kind of have shared in an episode um, entitled what is it, from tender love to godly love. I think that w- that really, for me, was one of the greatest things that God has done for me, aside or after his son, Jesus Christ. And it was something I never knew. I was not even expecting, nor did I see. And that was God... Doing something that I had no clue of. I never thought would ever happen. I've never dreamt it. I, you know, I I never thought it. And uh, at least not after the fact. And that is God bringing both myself and my ex. And no, he wasn't my ex-husband. He was kind of, I guess you could say childhood sweetheart. Young sweetheart back in those days. And together in the end. And there was a lot of history between us. As well as turbulence as well. But there was also healing between us. You know, our forgiveness. And forgiveness. And God brought us together for one last time. And he brought us together to say, you know, I guess, goodbye to each other. You know, I never thought that I, I know we all got to go someday. But I never thought that on this day or this year that last year, this time when I was on my knees praying and giving God thanks, for ushering me into 2022 that four months or five months later that God would use me in such a position or situation actually and that he would no longer be here. You know, I never thought of it. And after his death, I had a lot of questions because, you know, he's no longer here to answer. But whether he was here or not, I still had to get to that point to forgive him. And yes, I had forgiven him prior to that, but we were no friends. I mean, we were, were, you know, kind of decent with each other, but we weren't friendly like that. At least I was not, you know, and the way the Lord allowed us to come together for the end. Some days it can be very painful but i always look back and say you know what i thank you father despite when that pain comes and it hits i still thank god because i never in my i never thought i i, I did not even see that i didn't see him going nor did i see myself being there I never would have dreamt it. Had someone come and say, listen, so and going to go. And you, I was like, who, not me. The first thing I'd be like, nah, not this girl. But yeah, it was this girl by the grace of God. Um, God bringing the two of us, uh, to, you know, together in the end, you know, at least for a couple of hours or whatever the case, or a few days, let's put it that way. Um, it was not something that I saw at all, but God saw it. He knew everything. And, you know, if you want to know a little bit more about that story, you can check the episode, which is called, What is a Tender Love to Godly Love? And clearly when I look back, I know that was God's hand, especially with everything that was revealed. That even though the enemy did what he did, God did not forget me and like Leah, he did not forget me. He made certain that at least in the end I got some closure and some truth even though it was it became bittersweet but he did not leave me undone. So, in other words, God did not leave me undone. So for that, I am truthfully thankful and it, the lesson has really taught me a lot, especially going forward, you know, where people are concerned. It has really taught me a lot of stuff. And just before moving on from that, um, I remember in the days and weeks after he died because I was I was really broken up because it was like, you, you know you're holding someone's hand. At this point, it it wasn't that I was still in love with him because I really wasn't, but he was still a human being. And, you know, and despite, even though, yes, he did hurt me, it was a long time ago. And I had been moved on from, you know, I still did not want to see him suffer like that, you know. um, And it wasn't because he was wicked. He was just like Samson, didn't use the brain. And... I remember the I remember one day I was it was I was crying it was shortly after I, I mean cuz I was broken up because I was really broken up because no matter what happened between us I still did not want to see him go through that I don't have that kind of heart I don't I don't um I remember the Lord reminded me of something that I couldn't I didn't even remember cuz It was so long, certain things I didn't even remember anymore. And I was like, oh yeah. And boy, I started laughing so hard that night. I never forgot. It was a joke that the Lord brought back to me that I did not even remember. But one of the sweetest things that he brought back to me was something that took place in 1990. Or was it 91? I think it was either 90 or 91. And I remember it, but... I was praying, didn't know I was praying. I remember when I was talking to the Lord. And I remember, and the Lord reminded me of this incident. And I was like, oh my God. And I realized, oh my goodness, I was praying. I didn't know I was praying. But guess what? God heard my prayer. I didn't even know I was praying. I was just saying something to the Lord. But I didn't know that I was praying. I thought praying back then was our father. You know, I didn't know. And I was like, oh my God. And the Lord Reminded me of that incident and he said, that's why I allowed you to be there in the end. And I said, oh my God, I didn't even remember that. When he got married to the first wife, I was really broken up. I really was. But like I said, I got over it, long over it. But yeah, it didn't happen overnight, but yeah, I did after. Eventually, yeah, I got over it. And I remember when the Lord brought her back to me, I said, oh my God, yes, I remember. And I said to the Lord, I said, you know, I prayed, I said, not knowing I was praying. I said, Lord, if anything, let her love him as much as me or better. But not worse. And obviously, <laughs> she didn't do a good job, and neither did the other one. unfortunately, but that was his choice. And those are some of the things that he had to live with afterward. Yes, he hurt me back then, but in the end he really the person he hurt the most was himself. and that was really the sad thing about you know everything. And I said, oh my God, yes, I remember. Not realizing the Lord brought that back to me. The Holy Spirit brought that back to me. And I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't remember. And the Lord said, that's why I allowed you to be there in the end. Because in reality, I was supposed to be there from the beginning. But I I wasn't because, yeah, someone else took my place. And he allowed that because that's what he wanted. And he was free to make his choice. Like, I'm free to make my choice. God gave us a free choice and he made His choice. So the Lord knows what happened. And he was like, he, he knew I was robbed. And he was like, that's why I allowed you and him to come together. So yeah, I might not have been the one that got the ring. I wasn't the one that got the name, you know? And I I, I, I couldn't say that. I can't say that, but guess what? I was the one that got, that had his back. Let's put it that way. And, you know, by the grace of God, and that's the most important thing, you know, um, you know, as he was going out, you know, like really telling him about the Lord and no greater assignment and would have been nice had he lived, but God knows best, you know, God knows best and i wouldn't say some days that yeah sometimes griefs come grief come knocking it shows up don't tell you coming and it comes and as it comes i just deal with it you know i just deal with it and i always remember to thank god because i know what god did there not just for myself but also for him because i'm sure he wasn't expect i wasn't expecting it and i'm sure he wasn't you know, and he was truly, really glad to hear from me, and he really was. And you know, he knew that he didn't make a mistake, and I just wish it it didn't cost him, you know, like that, you know, because he could have still went on and could have found a good wife. It wasn't going to be me again, because I wasn't going back. But I wish he had a uh, found you know, overcome the flesh and really found someone who at least was saved or something, you know, but yeah. And anyway, that's enough of that. So I would say that was the one that stood out because I learned a lot of lessons from that. Um, that incident. Yeah. So today when I do think of him, when he comes to my mind, it's in a much better light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, let's see what else we got here. And, of course, I also want to give God thanks for um, allowing the Words of Encouragement podcast to reach its fifth season. Um, season five. So, we just celebrated that in this past August. I thank God for that. Um, I would also in 2023 like to read a little more Christian books. Well, when I mean Christian books, cause that's all I read. I mean novels. I would like to read a novel. I'd like to be able to slip away for a minute to some Amish town in one of those novels and just read, you know, most of my time spent in the word or, you know, preparing for this podcast, you know, sometimes I want to be able to read, you know, just read something for me. Just let my mind slip a minute, you know, and well, not, you know. But I just want to be able to... I love to read, but I don't have the time to read. And I can say this much. There's a a book, which is a novel that I've been reading since 2020. Oh, I completed reading it about two weeks ago. Yes, it took me two years. But I finished it. So I finished it, and I picked up the book the next day to start this new book. And boy, I've been falling asleep. I still haven't started it. So hopefully I can get to read some books. And... Um, not just those books, because there's some other books out there that I want to read as well. Sometimes I'm reading two and three different books and just being able to complete at least six books, at least for next year. God's willing. Um, let's see. Yes. Um, I also, I'm thankful for the words of encouragement podcast, not just making it to the fifth anniversary, but also as it hit the 100th episode We are currently on episode number, I believe, in the queue is 111. Um, Hasn't been published. Those two haven't been published yet or made available yet. But they are out there scheduled for their release date. So we give God thanks for that. And on that note, I would also like to say that season five actually kicks off, I believe it's January 3rd is when the new episode will appear. It's already there. And it's scheduled. So it'll be out there. And it's going to be uh, a beautiful season. A beautiful season five, by the grace of God. So that is it for right now. I just want to wish each and every one of you a happy 2022. Unfortunately this episode is long, but yeah, ain't nothing I could do. But um it is what it is sometimes. You know, sometimes we have to be able to sit back and not always rushing and just sometimes be able to always be looking at time and Stuff like that. But anyway, I would like to wish each and every one of you a happy new year when it comes around. The time now is currently 11.50 p.m. We got 10 more minutes. By God's grace and mercy before we enter, at least over on this side, into 2023. So on that note, be blessed and see you next year. God bless you.